will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie. Yay. Yay. Welcome to Socially Sensitive. <clears throat> well, we're not very sensitive, but... So how, no. how's your week gone? I, well, so far so good. Uh, it's a long week at work, and I'm, 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 my position this week, or this rotation is in the kitchen. Sometimes they're just uh, a-holes to deal with. Should they not be happy that they're getting to do something? Yeah, that you would think that yeah they would be, and that because everybody that wants to get a job up there as a, a trustee, they're all like, man, I just can't sit up here and do nothing. I gotta, I gotta have something to do, man. Put a right. good word in for me to be a trustee, and that's all you hear. But then as soon as they get something, they start scheming on how they can <laughs> do and get things that they're not supposed to have, and right. things that they do things that they're not supposed to do. You know, like. They want to be an they want to be an outside trustee, but as soon as they get to be an outside trustee, then they're like, okay, now that I can go outside, and more than likely the people that come and get me don't really keep a really good eye on me, and they'll also let me buy cigarettes and uh, tobacco and stuff like that that they're not supposed to have, uh, and which you know I really don't have a problem with them having it as long as they do it outside the facility, but then they want to right. like you know bring it in. And then you got to, you know, and you find it and you got to break people off. And they're just like, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, you're not sorry because you knew what the rules were and you broke them anyway. No. You know. Yeah. they Just like <clears throat> the guys in the kitchen. Usually they're in there for a reason. So uh, they're they're usually not the, the greatest rule followers to begin with. Um, oh, no. Yeah. And I get that. Uh, but the guys in the kitchen, this the staff cook. He's like, man, they took our radio away from us. I'm trying to get our radio back. And I'm like, well, okay, that's good. And I just walk around. I'm not really looking real hard for things, but I just I walk around just casually. And I find things, you know, wrapped up uh, brown sugar or wrapped up uh, uh, Kool-Aid and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. just like, you know, uh, they'll take and squirrel things away so that they can, you know, sneak them out of the kitchen and take them back to the uh, – take them back to the pod right and I, I pulled that guy aside and i was like look this is why you're not you don't have a radio i said because you continue you and your crew continue to do stupid stuff like this well it's not us on this it's not it's not the morning crew it's night shift and so you know then i go to night shift and i was like hey guys i found such and such let's don't do that that's you not know? us that's and day shift might, exactly exactly <laughs> that's what you hear I can't put any logic into their motivation, but no, I mean, there's, there's probably some of them that are in there that are fell into certain circumstances that ended up being in there and who knows yeah. why. 
Um, exactly. I mean, everybody has their own story, but uh, I would imagine the, the the consensus is that most of them feel a lot of the rules don't apply to them. Yeah, you you see those a lot, and uh, most of those are feds. Mm. But let's not talk about work. Oh, let's talk no, about no. my day at my my day at the gym today. We went to uh. the gym today. Had just a totally horrendous workout. It was ridiculous. Oh, it, it killed me. What uh, was wrong with it? So it was, it, it was just hard. Well, I made it harder than it had to be. Anyway, uh, it was 30 minutes, and you did as many uh, rounds as you could get done in 30 minutes. But what you did was a 100-meter suitcase carry, mm. which you carried your your little kettlebell, whichever weight you decided on, down to the creepy green door. Then you switched hands, and you walked back to the door to the gym. When you got done doing that, you went inside and you had to do dumbbell deadlifts. And I was doing dumbbell deadlifts with a 100-pound kettlebell. And then after that, you had to go on a 300-meter run. And you just continued that cycle over and over and over and over again for 30 minutes. I got five done. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm not real sure. It may be it may have been six or it may have been I don't think it was four. I'm pretty sure it was either five or six. But once the oxygen supply gets starts to get cut off to the brain, <laughs> it's hard for me to keep up with things. Yeah. It's like, I'm not sure where I'm at. I, I think I'm here, but I may not be. I don't know. So you all be doing then in a couple of weeks, Memorial Day. Y'all, you all do Murph, don't you, for Memorial Day? Yeah. Yeah, There's they do a big Memorial Day Murph workout. And this year they're getting uh, Murph shirts, uh, and they're I think you can get it for like twenty bucks. They're taking money, and they've found a uh, a charity that they're going to give it to. Oh, well, that's good. And so they do that. They do they do that kind of thing a lot. Like like if you've got Facebook, and I should probably do this more than what I do, but if you check in on Facebook, which puts their you know gets their it's kind of like free advertising for the gym, right? But they they take a little bit of money and they'll put it towards uh, whatever that month, whatever the charity is for that month, which is kind of cool, kind of neat. Uh, I think I've got a, I think I've got a really good bunch of people at the gym I go to for the most part. Yeah, which I know you know. Last week <laughs> we talked about uh, the abortion issue, which. This week's still pretty much the same, other than the protests are kind of heating up a little more. Um, and like we were saying earlier, you know, it's Jen Psaki, her last day's Friday. So, Well, these, these protests are bad. Uh, and somebody's given these people, these uh, Supreme Court justices, given their home. You shouldn't be going to people's homes yeah. and doing this kind of stuff. That's, that's I'm a thug and I want to intimidate people. Yep. It's one of the main reasons that I don't like unions is because me and you can work in the same freaking shop for 20 years, 30 years, whatever the case may be. And then it comes down to the union. One of us wants it. One of us does it. More than likely, the one that wants it is going to be the one that's going to turn into the thug and uh, threaten people's, you know, just just threaten people. It's yeah. just, I just hate it. Yeah, her found this. Things do. <clears throat> 18 U.S. Code 1507 
picketing and parading. Um, whoever with the intent of interfering with, obstructing, or impeding the administration of justice or with the intent of influencing any judge, juror, witness, or court officer in the discharge of his duty, pickets or parades in or near a building housing a court of the United States or in or near a building or residence occupied by such a judge, juror, witness, or court officer with such intent uses a sound truck or similar device or resorts to any other demonstration in or near any such building or residence shall be fined under the title or imprisoned not more than one year or both. Hmm. So all of that is illegal. Yes. And it's amazing that the people that up, up there at the, in Washington, D.C., they're just, you know, it was all, a terrible thing that the people came into the Capitol on January 6th, but they are, don't seem to want to do anything about this, and they've actually got a law in place for it. And that's been around since 1950. So, yeah. I mean, that, that one's been around for... Just like the people that were outside the uh, the George Floyd... Right. Uh, yeah. For for you know, they should And they the court tried the the I mean, in a case like that, the court is always gonna bend over backwards to allow people to still be outside to protest as long as it's not influencing the jury. So they tried to when they brought the jury in and out, they you know, they had everything blocked off. They had the windows mm-hmm. of the bus covered as they took them in and out so they wouldn't see the people protesting so they were trying to do it Mm -hmm. both ways but like with uh during the kyle rittenhouse trial when one person was following the the jury bus you know they pulled him over and was you know we're gonna arrest and charge him with an obstruction kind of charge but it was kind of a he you know I guess that would be a harder thing to prove. He was like, well, I wasn't going after him. I was just curious as, you know, but, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> but and, if he would have, if he would have followed them long enough for them to, for him to figure out where even one of them lived, right. That individual's name and address would have been in the paper the very next day. Right. And there would have been people outside of his house. And we all know it's true. Oh yeah. But that's like, uh, here, here was Jen Psaki's opinion the other day. The first day she talked about it. Just about moving forward, these activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Uh, We obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to to protest. That is certainly what the president's view would be. So he doesn't care if they're protesting outside the Supreme Court or outside someone's private residence. I I don't have an official U.S. government position on where people protest. I want it. We we want it, of course, to be peaceful. So in that in that clip, she said that they don't have an official stance on where people protest. Um, mm-hmm. But then you go to then the next day when she was asked about it. I do want to ask as well. I mean, the Department of Justice was very swift in responding to school board members who felt like they were being harassed and intimidated um, a couple months back. Does the president feel that the demonstrations outside of, say, Justice Alito's home, um, are those attempts to interfere or intimidate? 
Well, I think I said yesterday, but I'm happy to repeat because I think it's important for everybody to hear that the President's long-standing view has been that violence, threats, and intimidation of any kind have no place in political discourse. And we believe, of course, in peaceful protests. What I do find is interesting, um, and I think most many people have noted, is that there are voices on the right who have called out um, this uh, protests that are happening uh, while remaining silent for years on protests that have happened outside of the homes of school board members, the Michigan Secretary of State, or including... And all of the list of all of the people that she is listing are people that you do protest, the people that you elect and put in office who are supposed to be your representatives, not the court. Mm-hmm threats right. made to women seeking reproductive health care or even an insurrection against our capital. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date, and we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes, and that's the president's position. But the So they still continue to encourage that outside of the judges' homes, um, and that's mm-hmm. the president's position, So, which it is. It's a federal crime to do that. Um, mm-hmm. It is, but, and they should go down there and uh, the FBI or the well, yeah, they have the FBI since they're and they should uh, or even Capitol Police, uh, whoever, or just cops in general. They should go down there and they should round everybody up. You know, and say, hey, look, what you're doing is against the law. It's illegal. Uh, we realize that you do have a right to to do certain things, but it says in the law that you're not allowed to do what you're doing to judges. You need to pack it up or you need to be arrested. So it's, and it's going to be your choice. But you don't, for some reason, nobody seems to want to do their jobs until it, you know. But see, what everybody keeps confusing is, you know, the, the purpose to have the three branches of government is checks and balance mm-hmm. for the other two. This one, judicial is a check and balance for the legislative and executive. Same way. Executive. Yeah. Check, balance for the other. But as mm-hmm. soon as you destroy one of them, which the purpose of the ju- judicial, right, the purpose of the judicial is not to be swayed by public opinion. It's supposed to interpret right. how laws are affected, how they hold up to the Constitution. Um, exactly. Which we've already destroyed one of the checks and balances in our government to our. Uh, to our detriment in that they now elect senators directly from the people instead of being appointed by the states. Yeah. Legislatures. You see, originally the, the idea for a senator was that, uh, that the senators were, would be uh, basically ambassadors from the state to the federal government. And it was another way to check and balance the government in that, you know, that way the state of Virginia could say, you know, there's a law coming up on the, and they're like, well, we really don't think that's a good law and we would like for you not to vote for it. And so, you know, or that's going to put an undue burden on the states, you know, so they totally took that away. So now basically the senators are just a, you know, they're just like the next level House of Representatives, which they're not, they were never meant to be. No. Uh, and it was, like I said, it was supposed to be another check and balance. It was another way for the federal government 
to be able to, like I said, to to check it, to keep it from doing stuff that it ain't supposed to do, or, or things that aren't in the states or the people's best interest. But that went by the wayside, right? Which was if one thing that I think we could do to really right the ship of state <coughs> would be to go and turn that back the way it should be back the way it was originally meant to be i mean the way the way was it is it now it, it, it would still work it's just a lot slower because it's kind of like you have to after the damage is already done is when the people have to make the change mm-hmm. so i mean if you get somebody if if let's say a senator runs on whatever you know his platform his platform and then he gets in there and he's like, you know what? No, I'm here for me and I'm, I'm going to, you know, do what I want. And, uh, you that's know, also another problem that we have with our elected representatives. Right. The people can get him out, but yeah. it's going to take a while. I mean, well, especially if you're sen- oh, yeah, senator, it's, I it's mean, going, you're talking six years. So, going, yeah, you're talking six years and you're talking about the fact that, if you're an actual sitting representative, whether from the House or the Senate, you've got a huge advantage in money and everything else. Right. To keep you in the position you're in. Because once you're there, all the money wants you to, all the money people, they want you to stay there because they've, they've already invested in you and they expect a certain return on their investment. Right. And, and, and especially if you're, when it comes time to, if you're in such a blue state. That they're never gonna, uh, you know, if you're in California and they're never gonna wanna, you know, elect a Republican, then. No, uh uh. And what kills me is the fact that it's such a crap show out there. You've got people living in the streets, you've got wildfires that go on almost all year round because of all their, you know, rolling blackouts because they're trying to go to this green energy kind of thing with windmills and solar and it just ain't working because you know in the summertime it gets hot people want to run air conditioners heaven forbid they do that california is a microcosm of what the left wants to do to the rest of the country yeah you know and it's such a it's such a crap show out there you know you got hollywood out there but hollywood doesn't hardly make movies in hollywood anymore because they go to places like new zealand and georgia and new york and i mean i, I realize lots of times you want to film on location and stuff like that and that's fine. I guess probably because of all the taxes and everything like that, they want to go to other places where it's cheaper and easier to, to do to get the work done. Yeah. If you're having to deal, yeah. if you're having to do it here and yeah, you're having to get all the permits and the taxes, it's higher different taxes that you're going to be paying and dealing with all mm-hmm. the different unions and you have to have this and you have to have all the rules and regulations. Yeah. It'd be, it's ridiculous. But yeah, the Senate voted today to to uh, you know they were trying to push through uh, the Women's Health Protection Act, which would have uh, mm-hmm. made abortion uh, legal nationwide. They were trying to get it pushed through before the Supreme Court ruled. Any question at all as to if you're looking, you know, if you're looking at are these people evil or are they just stupid? There is one way that. I think is that if they want to kill people, no matter where they're at, whether it's in the womb or after they're, you know, if they're wanting to kill people, then yeah, they're evil. Yeah. They're not just stupid. They're evil. 
and I see this little picture you got here with Elizabeth Warren and, and this other little jack leg. Those are some evil people. But, uh, the vote came down to, you know, 49, uh, 51. Um, all 50 Republicans voted to block it and uh, one Democrat, which was uh, Joe Manchin. He was the, the lone Democrat that voted that prevented it from being a tie. So it failed forty-nine mm-hmm. fifty-one, which was good. But right, and they knew it would. Um, Chuck Schumer, when uh, he uh, proposed, when they when they first put it out, he said he knew it would fail. But yeah, he just wanted everybody to vote on it so that they would be on record saying, basically saying whether you're so for or the, against. So that when the midterms came around, they could like start you know, naming names and pointing fingers. Right. And when you watch the media, mostly they still keep saying that it's going to overturn Roe versus Wade and it's going to make abortion illegal, which is not what it will do. Mm-hmm. Um, no. It just kicks the only it back thing to it, the, the only state. thing it's going to do, yes, it's going to make it a state issue and a federal issue. Right. Because according to the, I mean, there shouldn't even be a, a federal rule about abortion according to the constitution because the when we created the country we gave the federal government specific things that they were supposed to be engaged in and if we didn't as a whole when we came together and made this document and agreed upon it we didn't put that in there that okay you know they're supposed to be in charge of interstate commerce and abortion no we didn't tell them that and since we didn't tell them that those questions that aren't specifically laid out in the constitution that, okay, this is your purview. This is where you're at. And everything else is a state issue. And here's the thing. They're sitting like people like Elizabeth Warner, like 65% of Americans, you know, believe the woman should have the right to have bullshit. Blah, blah. But what they're afraid of is if this, if it actually does, it overturns it and it goes back to the States as a state issue. And then it gets put on ballots ballot initiatives and they're afraid that they're going to see a slaughter of people that are going to be like, Hey, you know, I really don't care a whole lot about a lot of things, but this is one that I do care about. And they'll come out and they'll vote for it. Right. And they're afraid that the enough people will vote for it, that it will overturn it. And maybe even in some of these blue States. Right. Cause on the ballot would be a little different than most people. Most people, when you just ask them, I mean, you've got your, your, mm -hmm. your, vocal that are like pro-life and then you've got your vocal that are that are pro-choice but a big group of people pro-death yeah there's a big group of people in the middle that they'll they're just cowards because all they'll say is well i think it's wrong and i wouldn't do it myself but i don't think it's the government's place to tell a Mm -hmm. woman what to do with her body that just means they're they're too cowardly to have a an opinion on it um, even though right. they they hedged it with, I know it's wrong and I wouldn't do it myself. But me mm-hmm. as a man, it's not my place to say. And you know, if if well, anybody actually, out there yeah. has that opinion, you're just a coward. Have, have you seen any of that? Uh, the twenty, uh, the two thousand mules. Have you watched that? I have. I have not. I've seen a trailer for it. Yeah, I've watched and a few I've read clips. Several but. articles. But every time there, in, inside those articles, there's like a there'll be a place where it says, "Click here for theaters availability." 
every time I click on those, I get a 503 gateway error and it won't let me go to the page. So somebody's not wanting the information as to where it's going to be at in theaters to get out. Because, I mean, why else would you do this? And Because there's supposed to be a website, 2000mules.com, set up. You can't even get to that. At least the last time. Well, the last time I checked was yesterday. Let's see if it's still like that. Hmm. Oh, you can actually get to the website now. I couldn't do that yesterday. Of course, there's uh, the, the link that I followed said that the uh, theater showings are no longer going on. So that's probably why. Yeah, well, it it was really. There I mean, there, there was only a, a few dozen theaters either either way. None of them would have been around. It's this it's this theater theater showings have ended. So yeah. since they've ended, it's okay for you to go because you can't see it in theaters anymore. So now you've got to go to places like Rumble to see if you can see it. Yeah, you can watch it on locals too. What's locals? Is that a streaming service? No, it's like uh, it's like Facebook. Dave Rubin. Mules.locals.com. You have two choices. You can subscribe to my locals channel and you'll get the movie for free. Or you can just purchase the movie, download it, and watch it. Now, the really cool thing is you can watch the movie on locals directly or you can watch it on Rumble. The way that happens is your emails have to match. And if your emails do match, then this video will disappear and the movie will play. You might have to refresh or restart your app. Again, go to 2000mules.locals.com. Now, there you go. He was actually telling us how to do it. Yeah, because uh, Locals is uh, Dave, Dave Rubin. I know you've heard his stuff. Mm-hmm. He he does. Uh, he's got a pretty big pocket. He's the one that started locals. It's basically like Facebook, sorta. You can do a lot of free stuff, but if you support, like Dinesh, if you become a supporter, you can see they put up free content and like this some paid content. Um, mm-hmm. And when when you're a supporter, then you throw like a couple of bucks a month to them. And uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Patreon. You know how like you can follow people on Patreon and be a supporter on YouTube and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. The same, the same type of thing. It's a way to make it where there's a couple of dollars involved. So, you know, it's an amount that everybody can afford, just about. But it keeps all the bots out, and it keeps all of the uh, people creating, you know, a hundred different accounts to. Uh, to attack and stuff like that because there's a you, they, you to be a supporter you have to you know have a little skin in the game so which is how i think elon if if the sale ever goes through is going to take twitter <laughs> thinking of something earlier where i was talking about uh myspace um you remember mm-hmm. myspace did you use myspace yeah. very much yeah no i didn't no. use it I did quite a I bit. I knew of it. I did. But uh, what made me think about it, you, you know how uh, if you had to do it today or what you would do. One of the <laughs> vloggers that I always like to listen to, David Dobrik, he, he does a lot of videos and vlogs and stuff, But uh, and he's got a pretty good podcast. 
They're, he's just not very regular with putting stuff out anymore. Mm-hmm. But one of his favorite movies was always uh, Fifty First Dates. Um, do you ever see that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have seen that. All right. Here's the idea. Based on that Fifty First Dates, you know, imagine starting every day over with a new memory. Or, or, you know, you lost all memory and you're starting fresh every morning. But we're going to combine that with MySpace. You know, remember in MySpace, you had your top eight. That's who you put on your front page was your top eight friends. And it had a little mm-hmm. cordoned off. Here's your four, your eight pictures of your top <coughs> top eight friends. And if you could get on somebody's page on their top eight Especially if you could get on like a celebrity's top eight, you know, your account would blow up because everybody that went to their page saw your account every single time they went there. So it was always a big deal to be in somebody's top eight. All right. So taking the top Mm -hmm. eight idea and the 50 first dates idea, here's a, a what if scenario. Imagine, imagine if you will, a world where you can pick your top eight. In real life. Uh-huh. And you'll, you'll remember them every day. But mm-hmm. everybody else on the planet, you forget every day. Hmm. Who would be your top eight? Oh, wow. I could go the route of all the you know influential, influential and, and, and celebrity, which would, like you say, blow me up and make me like somebody would make me a big deal. But I would probably still have you in there. That's what I was saying. You're not going to include your family? You're going to forget who they are? So totally just everything? I everything. Even know who they are. You wouldn't have no clue who oh they are. Gosh. Every day you'd start. So, so if, I didn't, if I didn't have my wife in my top eight. You would wake, wake up tomorrow up morning and you would not be in love with her and, and you like, wouldn't know who she is. Like, who are you? Why are you in my bed? Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Then that that right there takes up just about. Oh, jeez. Then that's there's that's yeah. Then I, I would have to have my wife, my kids. That's three. Then my mom and dad. That's five. Then there's my brother and my sister. That gets me to seven. And that's not including their prospective spouses and or children. <clears throat> and then you. Right. So who would be your eighth? You've you've, in- you've narrowed it down to your seven. Your seven would be easier picks. It's that eighth. Yeah, it's going to be. You would be num- You you would be number eight, Dave. So you'd pick me over Kayla. Oh crap! Yeah, there's Kayla too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. That's weird. That's a that's a hard question because there's all these people that are I'm kin to, and I would know absolutely none of them. Right. You wouldn't be able to go to your job because you wouldn't know any of the people at your work. You got to sacrifice somewhere. It's just something to think about. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. Because <laughs> your initial answers are kind of like, oh, yeah, the bees, yeah, pick this person, this person, this person. And then you're like, all right, now what kind of impact is that going to have on my day to day life? We better go ahead and wrap this up. So I don't know what's going to happen uh, with everything this week. Man, the stock market is taking a bath this week inflation numbers come out this morning which of course they missed everything again it's even uh through the roof so they're gonna have to start uh cranking up uh interest rates to uh help offset that to control it 
I'm going to get off here, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah, bye. See you, bye. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.